0: So uh, welcome, everyone, to the Warrior Women in Business podcast, episode 17. I want to apologize for us being a little bit late today. <clears throat> a lot of technical issues, and I'm sure everyone can understand that. So uh, I wanted to uh, just give a little bit of an intro to the Warrior Women in Business podcast before we get started today with my amazing, very exciting guest, Rachel Carey, who's going to talk about the upcoming Music Entrepreneur Conference, of which she is the president and co-founder. Um So the Warrior Women in Business Podcast, what is it all about? We're just coming off actually an amazing event. When was it? Monday night? I don't know. I'm so busy. It's crazy. Um, But we had a wonderful event uh, where the whole mission of our event was to drive awareness and um, monies to support the 52 domestic violence shelters here in New York City. We're coming off the end of a global initiative to end gender-based violence and Warrior Women in Business is, is much more than providing what we're going to talk about today, you know, really tactical information and advice for female entrepreneurs to grow. But it's also a lot about getting together and building a community. So Warrior Women in Business has events. We have uh, entertainment events. We have educational events. We have a conference coming up in 2020. Uh, it's brand new two happening in March, um, marking the 100, uh it's 100 years of the women's right to vote, and uh, March is Women's History Month. So look for that on the Brand New Conference website. And we're really excited uh, to have Rachel Carey here today. I'll just, uh, if you, Rachel, if you just want to say hello before I keep rambling.
1: Hey, Jasmine, and everybody watching. Thanks so much for having me today. I'm so excited to be on this podcast with you.
0: You're welcome. Um, So what I want to do is just give a, literally, I give like a skeleton bio, and then I want to jump right into the questions. Everybody's busy. We have a lot to talk about, and we really want to give information to help female entrepreneurs, and specifically this show today is very special, um, talking about women in entertainment, the arts, and primarily music, and what you can do to build your business as a music entrepreneur. So um, so Rachel and I actually met um, in a pretty interesting way. Um, she is a, we're gonna talk about her conference today and I'm a musician as some of, some of my friends here know and some of my warrior women know. And I have a real passion for supporting women in the arts. And I saw that she was putting on a conference and it's one that I hadn't heard of before. And it's, she's gonna talk about how she's building it now in New York and she's from uh, the West Coast. So I reached out and I was like, you know, I want to be involved with this. I want to speak at this conference. I want to have an impact. And so she was nice enough to let me be involved. And I am going to be speaking at the conference. It's this weekend. Um, And so now that I'm learning more about Rachel, like every time I meet with her and every time I check her out, I'm more amazed by this woman um, just in, in multiple levels. So she actually is going to talk about today. She has a background as a social worker, and she's very involved in the world of personal development, of which everyone needs, including me, <laughs> um, you know, for our growth. And that's what the show is about. Um, and she has this, you know, she has this yearning and this passion and this mission to help others through what her knowledge and her experience in the area of personal development and in the area of counseling. Um, and she's now, um, also like me very passionate about music. And so she's taken that, that knowledge and that experience, um, and, shifting and it, shaping it to the music world by putting on this conference, which again, I'm super excited about. Um, and she's here to talk about the conference and, and talk about more about how she got here today. And as we talk about with every guest, you know, what makes you a warrior woman? So with all that rambling being said, <laughs> I'd like to start with my first question. Um, so, you know, based on that, you know, how you have a really super interesting background because... You know, my guests, There, I was talking to a friend last night about this show, and I was saying, like, I have this 50-50 guest profile. So 50% of my guests are rock star women in corporate, like partners at law firms, partners at big financial services uh, industry companies. And then I have this whole plethora of creative professionals and entrepreneurs. Um, And I feel like your background is like, you have a mix of a background. So I think that's really interesting. So I'd like you to talk about, as I talk about with a lot of my women, like in your transition and work in supporting entrepreneurs, like how have you leveraged what you've done in the past and obviously what you do today in terms of self-development and personal development to um, how does that knowledge and experience support what you're doing with the Music Entrepreneur Conference?
1: Well, you know, it's funny cause I mean, my, Career thus far has just continued to just be an evolving process. And along the way, you know, I always just really followed my intuition. And for a long time, it didn't really make sense. You know, I did start off first in social work, I ran a number of nonprofits. I first moved to Guam and I ran a mediation center out there, then wow. San Diego and worked with. Um, uh, an organization for kids with autism and did all the development and worked with a number of, of different organizations. And I really just felt like, you know, when I was um, the first organization that I was a part of, I was, uh, I was the executive director at 25. <laughs> so wow. it was just such a learning experience. And, and, and I, and I also recognized the skills that I didn't have in leadership. I had the vision and I knew where I could help take these organizations, but you know, I was also working with people 20, 30 years my senior and you know, boards of directors and all of that. So I was like, I need some more tools in my tool belt. And so that led me to um, do, pursue my master's degree in leadership studies. And I also was like, okay, you know, I realized if I really wanna make an impact in the world, It's not going to be through working in some of these smaller nonprofits, at least for me. I just knew that something, I was meant to do something a little bit different
0: and work on a little
1: bit more of like a macro level. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought that might be public policy at first, but then I thought, no, that is way too dry for me. And there's enough problems in there. That's not going to help either. And so then it dawned on me, you know what, if I can become an entrepreneur and I can have you know, the money, which leads to the power and the voice. Honestly, I really felt like that's how I can probably make a bigger impact in the world because I'll have yeah. more control over what I'm doing. But most importantly, if I learn that and I teach other women that, then yeah. I can really make a serious impact in the world because, you know, we are the nurturers. We take care of communities. And I think that that, just in, that was just where my intuition led me and I was like, okay, I got to become an entrepreneur. And so then luckily I got- So
0: Rachel, when, when was that? Like, can you talk about the length of time? Because a lot of my, my audience, they, they vary between, you know, just early on entrepreneurs that are just getting started. And a lot of them actually, just so you know, are women in corporate, like my background with IBM, you know, and then I went to entrepreneurism. So a lot of the women are, have been in corporate for maybe 15, 20 years, and then they're jumping into entrepreneurism, and then some are just like right out of the gate entrepreneurs. So can you talk about like a little bit of markers? Um,
1: Yeah, so, you know, when I started working with this first the the nonprofit and became an executive, like I said, I was, you know, 25 years old, and I think it was probably around within like four years, I want to say around 29 ish. Mm-hmm. Um, that I decided it was really time for me to take a turn. And I won't go into all the details because <laughs> it's a lot of, a long story, but maybe for a longer podcast.
0: Right, um, I understand. <laughs> it
1: was a few years, but again, I had no idea entrepreneurship, didn't know what to start, didn't know, you know, what I was doing. But luckily I was presented an opportunity to get involved with a, a company. It was a skincare company that was just oh. launching. And yeah. it was a network marketing model and all of that, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the great thing about that company, number one, it just had the most, the products were great and I could stand by them. I have a long history in network marketing, so I know all the, you know, everything of how people, you know, feel about it. Greatest thing about this company in particular, yes, the products great, but also the leadership was phenomenal. So it really showed me how to create like an incubator, right? Around... Entrepreneurs and what you need to do to take someone, especially in that market, right? You're taking people generally who maybe are there are seasoned entrepreneurs, but some who start with no experience. Right, generally they are right. And so, especially in that environment, you're inundated with lots of personal development, with lots of mentorship and uh, guidance and coaching, and then the whole culture of the company too was just all about being more of a support system for one another and a family and all of that, right? So then all of a sudden mm-hmm. I was around like all the Jim Rohns and the, and oh, um, yeah. John C. Maxwells. And then right, also yeah. they started to bring in positive psychology. And so then I was around Sean Acor and Michelle Gian and all the top people who are leading this whole positive psychology movement. And the CEO also started Live Happy which I don't okay. know if you've ever seen that magazine, but it's all around all the information around positive psychology. Yeah, yeah, I've there. seen
0: it at the organic stores, actually. Yeah, so, so yeah. then I
1: really got into positive psychology and I started going to all the like international conferences um, for the um, positive psychology association and all of that. So then, you know, and then I started doing my, um, my master's in leadership studies and, anyway, just, you know, I had to grow so much. I love my family, bless my family, but so many things that I'm doing, like they haven't done before me. So I had to just figure it all out along the way. Oh yeah. I was a part of that company. And then when I left, you know, that was just a stepping stone for me. Luckily I did make really a lot of, of, uh, of money and I, was able to move around to meet a lot of people. And then I started to realize, wow, I have this amazing network, you know, not everyone was a good fit for that, but I realized that I could start connecting people, startup companies and investors. Mm -hmm. And then I could get a little bit of equity and a finder's fee. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I like this, right? So then I got more- But I want
0: to stop you there. That's what everyone needs to know. Yes. That's that's a stumbling point with a lot of the female entrepreneurs that I work with, you know, is that, is that what you're talking about is identifying the resources and going after it. And I think that's really important. Mm -hmm. So let's shift into a little bit about the, um, the music, conference so yeah
1: so the reason why I was telling this and trying to speed up through it was just that you know I took all of that that I learned to get myself into the position that I am today and so much of it was the personal development was the leadership was the mentors was the executive coaches then of course doing my master's degree in leadership studies it was really around like you know I figured before I knew that I would go into music that I would work for like a google type environment and really work around corporate culture and entrepreneurship and all of that. And mm-hmm. then at one point through my life, I was living in Miami. I had all this stuff. I had the lifestyle, the degrees, the success. And I realized, oh my God, I'm not doing my one passion, which is music, which I'm really mm-hmm. passionate about. Yeah. And I just thought I would be playing instruments or something like that, not getting into the music business. About a month later, you know, putting it out into the universe. The universe conspires to do exactly what you don't even know yet that you really want to do or that you should be doing. So I ran into my business partner. He has a huge history in the music industry. Um, He toured the planet for a long, long time. He also is just a um, product of the law of attraction of amazing, you know, content like um, conversations with God and the alchemist and all of this, right? Because he grew up He was a kid, he was homeless, living like literally in a park. And by a switch of his mindset, within probably a few months, he got into this band. The band ended up on 10 world tours, selling millions of records doing that. So both of us are really products of this whole personal development thing, because, you know, again, I'm first generation college graduate, let alone around the world, having an entertainment company and doing all these things. So we had to work to get, our mindset to where we are, basically. So transitioning into starting World Artists United, our record label and all of that, as I started to really understand and get to know the music industry, I realized that there were a few things that were missing and that could be added to help everybody be just that much more successful, right? And so part of it was nurturing and trying to develop artists and going through some of those hiccups along the way, meaning they didn't understand some of them, how difficult entrepreneurship is, and the fact that nothing really ever goes as planned. Write your plan out so you can, you know, work on getting to to the finish line, but we all know you got to rewrite the script all along the way, um, and so there were a lot of people that weren't prepared for that. I'm prepared for that because I've had to go through it many times, so I know how to go through the challenges. I know how to pivot. I know that it's okay. I know failures are, you know, I know how to get the good out of business and keep myself moving forward. And I saw that there were a number of artists that didn't know how to do that. And for me, it's been really interesting because right now I have an all-male roster under my record label because the last three females that we've tried to work with who are super talented, there was a lot of just issues along the way. (laughs) I won't go into all of that. But so with that side of things, my brain said, okay, the leadership and the entrepreneurship coach in me said, I think there's some things that if we just open up the conversation and start talking about what this journey really looks like, it'll make everybody's life a lot easier. And this whole team development thing and music will be a lot easier. And then on the business, on the corporate side of things, or not corporate, but on the business development side of things as we were trying to raise capital and doing different things. I mean, we were offered millions of dollars, right, to build the company as long as a female wasn't running it.
0: Oh, interesting. And
1: we were offered a lot of money to do things as long as we signed artists to really shitty deals, which we weren't
0: yeah. either. that's the, but that's, That's a lot about the industry and i'm sure we're going to be talking about that a lot this weekend right yeah
1: so So that all led into creating this conference was like that whole background because then i said okay number one we need to find we need to create a community of like-minded entrepreneurs who are successful who are hustlers who understand this process and who just want to work with good people and do good things i love it and especially in music today we can reach literally at least 6 billion people just through streaming and on cell phones and all of that. So there's no need to have, I feel like the music industry has had kind of a finite mindset and probably because distribution channels were so different, right? It was radio. There was limited, yes. airways, there was limited stuff. It was so competitive. It really doesn't yeah. have to be like that today. You have the opportunity to find your core fan base, to do different, to do things in a different way. So we wanted to find those types of people and start building a community around that and bring in positive leadership and almost make like a Tony Robbins business mastery yeah, right. for music. And so all of that, so we touch on artists, um, you know, things that artists really need to know, but we really focus on what the whole team needs to know to come together. So from the entrepreneur mindset stuff to using a lot of, and I know you're gonna talk about this, which I'm really excited about, yeah. is is, is e-commerce, are all these new technologies and strategies that you can create new streams of revenue. And they might start out small here and there, but if you can generate $200 here, $200 here. It all comes here, together. Here, and then you just figure out how to scale that. Oh, if you can make two, then you can make 250. And eventually you can make 500 and you can go up from there. And again, that's the entrepreneur mindset. I love it,
0: I love it. So just to kind of recap what you said, um, for everyone, because there was a lot there. A lot there. Um, so you talked about the importance of personal development. I think that that is truly important. I've had a couple of, um, especially lately, leading up to the domestic violence awareness event that we did, mm-hmm. I've had a few uh, counselors, um, people in the world of mental health on the show. And I have had like actually three or four women that are in the female health field, female sexual health, uh, general health, organ- all of this. And so this is all, so being an entrepreneur is more than just going to work every day, having a plan and having that plan change a thousand times and having to pivot, right? But it's also this whole point of taking care of yourself, not being a hundred percent open-minded, you know, because you can't do personal development and growth without that. And I think um, it's also important as I'm going to be talking about, and you're going to be talking about, we're going to be talking about this weekend is also to have a sense of, like trying to understand what's, everything that's out there that could possibly support you and and thinking in ways, not just what I always say to my clients is like, chase that shiny object, right? But it's to think about it and then make those decisions. So I think that those things are kind of what you were talking about today. And you also, what I liked about what you said is talking about the different opportunities that did come to you, which are amazing, but you also made smart decisions around those opportunities because you had a singular mission. And as we were talking about before the show, um, uh, Rachel offered me some new coffee um, that isn't gonna make me wired, which I really do need. But we were talking about the prevalence and the problems around like ADD and rushing after things and technology. It's the world today. And so what are we gonna do about it? Well, we I always go back to being focused. And I think that's what you were talking about, like staying on that focus, even though you might get shifted here and there, it's like, continuing down this path so I love that you that you talked about um that because that's all important so um, I want to talk about um, I want to talk about what is when you hear the word warrior women or warrior woman what comes to mind visually what do you think about how would you define that
1: um oh my gosh that's such a good question well I've got my <laughs>
0: one number woman, Wonder Wonder woman right? cup. Yeah. yes we're going to have a warrior woman no, cup. Warrior
1: yes. women. Well, I think, you know, first when I hear warrior, I think of the shield. And, you know, I really feel like I, I, in some instances, have to kind of, you know, carry a shield with me. Number one, to shield my energy. Because there's a lot of people who... You know, not to sound like arrogant, like there are a lot of people that aren't on my level or whatever, but there are a lot of people who maybe think differently or who react to things differently. Like I've put myself through a lot of stress over the last, I'll say at least five years. So my ability to handle stress and to do things is different. And I understand how that keeps getting me ahead. So I think part of it is knowing how to shield yourself from any negativities, from any BS that's out there, anything. Brilliant you know, with Music Entrepreneur and with our company, World Artists United, I kept hearing at the beginning, oh, you know, you're just going to have to put up with that stuff in the industry. And oh. <laughs> yeah. like, And I, right. I just said, not in my business. Mm-hmm. I'm going to create the environment and I'm going to create the type of community that I want to live in. And then I want to
0: work in. I love that shield. So the new warrior women in business design, because DC Comics and Warner Brothers called me, which I'm fine with because it just shows that there's some interest in this show. And they said, I'm sorry, but you can't have, even though this show doesn't make money, um, you can't use that. And So we quickly came up with a, a new sketch um, and it's a, sh- and what leads Warrior Woman, if you're on Facebook right now, is the shield.
1: Mm-hmm. I actually,
0: what you said out of all of my guests, no offense to any of my guests, was the most brilliant thing because it is being an entrepreneur is really about having a shield. Like you said, there's so much negative energy that gets thrown your way or lack of support, (laughs) right? The lack of support. And so when you find your people, like the uh, event that we had this um, just Monday night, was it Monday night? God, this time is flying. Um, You know, it was pouring rain. Um, The venue went from this beautiful art gallery to this, how do I put it? neat little cafe on the Lower East Side. But we we put up with it and we made it happen. And at the end of the day, I have this awesome crew of warrior women that want to do more events and they're super excited and they're positive people. And they understand that to be an entrepreneur, like you were saying, you have to do away with the negative, keep your focus and keep going. I love that. So thank you for that. That was brilliant. Yeah. Okay. So now I want to get into... My personal favorite subject, as a musician and in mm-hmm. a band, Silent Fury, um, music. So, what's your what's your actual personal connection to music? Are you a musician? You know, where did that start? So, talk about music.
1: You know, it's uh, I always toggle ta- ta- like, do I call myself a musician? I guess I'm still maybe a, I don't know. It's in there. I am at heart, definitely oh. a musician. I grew up playing different instruments. You know, I grew up in Motown, so you. Oh, nice. everybody has a piano in their household. I think it's just, you know, yeah. it's definitely a, like a cultural thing. So yeah. my dad is, has been in a band my whole life. Um, so I always saw him work his day job. And then, you know, Wednesday night is still at my house, his band rehearsal night and all of that. So okay. I grew up in that, in that family too, you know? And I always saw my dad go from his day job to when he was rehearsing and when he was playing music and he was like a completely different person. So, so I'm happy. Happy. Yeah. so happy and so amazing. And I just, that, I, that really is just ingrained in my brain. And part of why I love doing what I do because I wanna help people to be able to eat from their dream and love every moment of life. You know, love not it. have to wait to check out of life to then go and, you know, check right. into something that you really like. So yes. I grew up playing the piano. I played the saxophone. I dabbled oh. with the violin for a short period of time, but that was still fun. And then in high school, I was in the choir. Um so it's always just been in my life but you know then I hit the real world right I graduated and then it was time to be successful so I just kind yeah. of followed society's definition of success which was get mm-hmm. degrees and learn how to make money and to do all that mm-hmm. stuff and then I reached a point where I said wow I totally forgot you know about music and I needed to have it back in my life
0: That's wonderful. So what do you do besides the conference which we're going to talk more about in a minute um <laughs> what are what other things do you do in music? Like, do, do you go to shows? Are you involved with any, you know, music groups? Anything like that, you know?
1: Besides owning a record label?
0: I meant besides owning a record label. <laughs> like, yeah, do you, you know, are there any, I know there's a lot there, but, you know, it's, uh, you know, so for me, it's about, just to give you an example, for me, it's about supporting the music community. So literally every week I'm at some kind of a show and, you know, and, and I try through my own band social media to promote other bands that I think are amazing. And I try to spread the word when I find a great band, you know, and I also do um, the Manhattan School of Music has free symphonies, Lincoln Center, like I just try to do a lot with music, you know, in my own own little world. So just a question, I mean, besides owning a record label, do you enjoy the music? Do you go out? Do you, you know, I
1: love listening to live music. Yes, absolutely. Um, And yeah, just discovering new music. I'm listening to music all the time. I'm mostly humming melodies in my head all day long. So, <laughs> I love listening to like any type of, you know, just kind of chill, loungy vibes and then um and then that can come out. And and then just, you know, I love working with art with the artists under our our label. So, a lot of my time is spent, you know, with them listening to their new music, you know, Yeah in the studio. We have a home studio here as well so we can create so yeah anywhere that I can get it. I mean honestly I work a lot so unfortunately I don't get out as much as I'd like to in New York because I know there's a lot of really cool places here um and yeah and then this conference is is just our baby. This year Jalen and I have also been to over probably like 15 countries um either speaking at different music related conferences, meeting with artists, taking our artists to perform, you know, at major concerts. We're also Ah. filming a music travel show, which is kind of like an Anthony Bourdain style show. And um, yeah, we're going to be coming out with that soon. We'll have the pilot done. And so really cool. I can't say too much about it, but we've been filming all over the world. And um, yeah, been just getting to really explore and, and see what else is going out there. Mostly so that we can also help expose people to the fact that we live in a global economy. Just get out there and find, figure out how oh. to collaborate with artists in different markets, you know, that speak a different language and that can take you into a new market.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, you know what? It's, I gave you a little thing and you went to a macro. I love it, you know, and I'm excited about that show. That sounds really cool. So um, I asked all, All of my guests, this question, which I think is important. Um, You know, there's female entrepreneurs and women that are transitioning to entrepreneurship all the time, every day, Mm -hmm. and everybody is different. So if you could give, let's say, a new entrepreneur or an entrepreneur that might be struggling, just one or two tips from your everyday life as a female entrepreneur, especially in the music industry, um, that you think could help them, what would you tell them?
1: You are the five people you spend the most time with, number one. So choose wisely. Because if you're trying to get somewhere, an entrepreneur, right, is generally also some type of visionary. And you're seeing things, you're doing things that other people can't see. You know, the download was given to you, right? And so you can't expect everyone to understand it or to know it or whatever. I started... At some point later, 2020, hold me to it. I'm going to finish the book called Whose Journey Are You On Anyway? Yeah. Because it was like, you know, the committee around me, you're going to do that? Why are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? I'm like, right. I don't know how I'm going to do it. You know what? But, <laughs> but <laughs> you're going to do I'm it. <laughs> together if I do. So anyway, the people are so important. And then also every day learning, growing, every day learning, growing. I read at least, and you know, If you want to read, this is what I always tell people. If you want to read at least like, let's say 10 or 12 books a year, right? Most people sit back and think like, oh, I got to go on vacation or when am I going to have the time or how am I going to do this? One of my mentors said, break it down 10 pages a day. Stay accountable to your personal growth. If you read that many books, there's no way that next year you're going to be the same person.
0: Yeah. So
1: whatever you're dealing with now, struggling, you know, to 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 figure it all out, just know you will figure it all out. But it's just like figuring it out every little, you know, step of the way.
0: Yeah, I love that. The five people, I couldn't agree with you more. I, you know, I used to feel bad. (laughs) I really don't anymore. I'm just like literally get out of my way with certain things, like this event that I ran on Monday night.
1: And just go through.
0: I'm just like get out of my way, this is gonna happen, whether you're there or not. So, and you know what, sometimes like last night I had a meeting with my new events partner and we agree, we're a hundred percent. It's like, no BS, we don't have time for that. We're winning, we have to make something happen. And that's a, a woman's strength, right? And then the second, the second thing you said about reading the books, what I have found, and I love that, and you definitely need, i have two MBAs and all of that, but that doesn't even matter because people are like, oh, you have two MBAs. I'm like, yeah, but I have 14 years of entrepreneurial ownership experience, you know, which is much bigger than that. And it's about learning every day. And what I found, um, especially now like shifting and doing work in, in music and marketing, is that reading or the learning, like I, I really am not much of a reader. I'm a writer and I use um, Audible, you know, all the time I'm on Audible and podcasts. I'm yeah. more of a listener. Um, is is to have a little bit of a strategy around that. Not just like read a book because Tony Robbins or Seth Godin, I mean, they're great people. Like read my book. That's cool. And I've read your books, but like, what is your focus, right? So go back to focus, you know? So Mm -hmm. for me, I spent a lot of time watching. Like last night, again, I was up till like three in the morning because after work, I want to (laughs) learn. And that's what happened. And I'm like, okay, I need to watch another music industry documentary. And I was watching like, you know, everything from like the Jimi Hendrix story to like Clive Owens or whoever, learning how to get to the next level. So you could do that with books, but having that focus instead of, I found myself and a lot of entrepreneurs and I've been in women's book clubs where it doesn't resonate. So Mm. just throw it out, put it, like I have a bookshelf behind me. I've read half of the books, you know, because I want to try them. But then, so that's really important. And then, you know, when you have that point that you want to get to that horizon point, all of that knowledge and that learning will help you get there. So I think that that's important. Um, yeah. So my next question is probably the most important for me personally, because when I was in grad school, believe it or not, <laughs> two MBAs and the class that I loved the most was business, business ethics. That was my favorite class out of yeah. everything that I did. Um, because I think there's too much BS out there. And my, I wrote a song for my band called greedy elevator, which is coming out. Our album is coming out next year. And it's all about like the inauthenticity in the financial services world. So, like I'm a big believer in being real and values. So, my question to you is if you could if you could talk about a couple of values that you stand by every single day as a business owner to make you say whether you're gonna work with someone or not, you're gonna um tackle a project or not. What are your values and why do you stand behind them?
1: Um so Well, I mean, first of all, my personal value, and which is a practice, I have to say, like, I'm not, you know, by any means some saint, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but to try to just bring, you know, to try to just bring love and appreciation, first of all, to everyone in my day, and to, like, I don't take, really try my best not to take anything for granted, you know, because you never know, like, I literally ran past Jalen at a valet, and and, and now we've built this whole business together and all of that. So it doesn't matter. You know, I try to smile at everyone that I can. I'm sure in New York, people think I'm a little weird sometimes Yeah, <laughs> that was like, in me. <laughs> and be friendly at that. Um, and then on a business side of things. So when we're choosing artists to work with or people like that, obviously that I'm going to invest my time and resources and stuff into it's character over talent. So I always look for, you know, that, that character. And what I mean by that is the love and appreciation that people also show back, you know, to us and to the rest of the team. And, mm-hmm. um, and then um, with, so I, we also do a lot of consulting and like business development because I'm, you know, part of our company is marketing and branding. And so mm-hmm. any businesses that we work with, we really like to, Somehow have some type of social impact. That for me is just, oh, yeah. you know, there's no making money without having a social impact.
0: So we've
1: got uh, an amazing like a vegan, plant-based hair care line. Um, I told you about the the, the coffee product coffee. Um, and different things that they all have a social mission. So that's what's yeah super important to me. And yeah. Then, I think the third, I don't know if this is the third or fourth thing, but I'm really big about community. Again, it's really hard to do anything on your own. So I like to try to bring great people together.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, Rachel, the first thing that I noticed about you when you came into my office was your big smile. Uh And like you had this very calm, no, and this very calm demeanor. And I don't find that with generally in New York, you know, it was Mm -hmm. so refreshing. I think we had 15 minutes to meet and we were talking for like 25 and I'm like, I don't even care that I'm late to the next meeting. because She's amazing. You know what I mean? And we need more of that, especially in New York city and probably in other places. I don't know. I spend most of my time here. Um, we need that sense of like love and smiling and support and community, or we can't move things forward and we can't, we can't have sustainable businesses and we, we can't, give back and we can't save the world if we're if we're not doing that so i love what you said i think that those things are really important Mm -hmm. so i want to get to it's already 12 so i want to get to um i'd like to get to the conference Um, so for for everybody uh i'm going to be speaking at the conference and i'm going to be sharing tactical advice because i'm all about action um as a warrior woman so tactical advice on how you can really make money as a musician be a have a business mind Do it in the right way. Um, And I'm going to be talking about digital marketing, of course. Um, So I'm super excited about this conference. I mean, the agenda is amazing. Um, It's very generous what you're providing, I think, to all the attendees, more than most conferences, like a lot of speaking. So talk to us about the conference, what people can expect, um, who, because this is my first time speaking or attending this conference. So visualize it for us, like who goes to the conference? Why do they go to it? What are they going to get out of it?
1: Cool. Well, first, Jalen and I, we started to phrase it as an opportunity factory. (laughs) So what you can expect is, you know, again, we're creating an environment for people to come together, to connect, to collaborate. The whole, you know, the theme this year is collaborate and rise and think like a CEO. So those are the two sides of things that we're going towards is really how to be open, how to know even how to network. Some people miss it. They don't get it. Yeah, that's true. So you have to understand, you know, it's first about how you make people feel. So if you want to get something from somebody, how can you make them feel great? How can you support what they're doing? All of that. So we go into into a lot of that. Um, I'll run through a couple of the the different talks. And and,
0: and, and just quickly, where is it being held again? Could you tell us where it's being held?
1: Yeah, so on Friday we kick off at the flagship Microsoft store, and so that's going to have um, a couple hours of panels and fireside chats all around gaming and music. And we also have a really great uh, organization that's going to be there, Games for Change, talking about how they're they're implementing or using gaming for um, teaching, you know, youth about. Um, the world sustainability like all sorts of things it's really beautiful so games for change got to check that out so that'll be all on gaming then we have our 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 vip cocktail that's being hosted at the peninsula hotel so if you get a vip ticket you're welcome to come to that um i think you have a link but also we can share a link so people can yeah i'm
0: gonna at at the end of the show i will put everything in the every everything in the description for people to get so keep going
1: Yeah, and so then the rest of the event, Saturday, Sunday, will be at the Hotel Revington up in the penthouse. We just decided to change the venue, so all that's going to be coming out. You'll be able to see everything right at musicentrepreneurconference.com, and you can see all the speakers. You can see a lot of the topics and, um, and that. So, so again, this is kind of the, the Tony Robbins business mastery for music, right? And so we're bringing in a lot of this, the motivation that we also need as entrepreneurs. Like sometimes I just need someone to pat me on the back and tell me like, you can do this.
0: Oh, yeah. You
1: can do this. And to give me strategies to keep that mindset because, you know, you can have all the technique in the world, but if you let the doubt creep in or you let the insecurity creep in or whatever I know I do. And so I'm constantly having to, you know, create strategies for myself to not get there. Because if you're trying to get to the next level, it's somewhere that you've never been. It's outside of the comfort zone. And again, you know, as an entrepreneur and just success in general, even the whole process of thinking like a CEO, what does it mean to think like a CEO? The CEO is probably not always like the smartest person in the world. I mean, in the room, right? (laughs) They know how to hire the best talent. And they're generally the most emotionally intelligent if they're a really good CEO, right? Because your job and whether you're an artist or you're a tech innovator or whatever you're doing, you need to bring a team together and create that shared vision and get everybody moving in alignment and keep them together, right? We're all human. We have challenges, things happen. You get in fights, you get into disagreements, but success is being able to make it to the finish line, right? It's just like running a marathon. Like by the time you get there, you got holes in your shoes, you know, your legs are (laughs) making all of that. And sometimes that happens in the team too, right? So it's like really hard to keep a team together. So we're gonna have a lot of talks on that. Um, The mindset, I'm really excited for Cheryl Robinson. She's a regular contributor to Forbes Women. Um, She just defended her dissertation and now is Dr. Cheryl Robinson. And she's an expert on pivoting. Nice And yes, and you know, the whole psychology behind it and really getting into what does it mean to pivot? Oh, to just decide this isn't working and I gotta do something else. But when you put your blood, sweat and tears into achieving this and it doesn't work out,
0: sometimes
1: Sometimes. it's like, oh my God, now I have to change it. it So to normalize some of these things, I think also the other thing as entrepreneurs is that whole feel of failure. And when you do fail, it's like, oh my God, I'm the only one. I'm terrible at this. I don't want anyone to know. So you don't talk about that. You just let the insecurity build up, which then causes the emotional problems, which then, you know, cause so many different issues, right? So if we have these conversations and you realize that everybody else in the room has failed and probably a bunch of times, and you know, every scientist blows up the lab a number of times before they get the formula right, and so that's okay. So for me, I felt like that was a lot of the conversation, and from like a professional skill standpoint, um, something that really needed to be covered, and I wasn't finding that kind of stuff at different conferences, and especially, you know, like especially the five years that I got at Miriam and that I told you that entrepreneur incubator, I really understand what is really important to get people to be able to pursue their dream. Um, And so what else are we going to have? Level up your leadership. We're going to have an amazing uh, Julia Armet. She's talking about the seven levels of energy. So you really can understand as a leader where your energy is, where other people's energy is. And not that you might have someone who's like super high vibrator, like visionary, all of that. But you also have to have those like technical analytical thinkers as well, right? So you have to know where each person is on the team so you know how to communicate to everyone in their way. It's just kind of like if you've ever read the five love languages, right? For relationships Oh, I've read
0: it about a hundred times. I'm sure you have. You know why? Because it's this big.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Yeah. But it's so poignant. Just no, give me it's it's a five brill- honestly, the,
0: the purple book, everybody. And it's so and it's such a woman's book. And then you give it to your man. But but I mean, yeah. it, it is a great
1: book. Because we all <laughs> yeah. think differently. We all act differently. We all respond differently to stress. And, all oh. of that. and so once you understand that and you're able to kind of step away as a leader, right, and really look at what's happening and look at what's going on, you can make a lot more sense of it and you can just detach from it emotionally, which then you can make better decisions in business. And that's what music entrepreneurs or any entrepreneurs, we need to be able to make really great decisions. Um and then we're gonna go into sync and licensing type stuff, how to maximize that, how to get your music out there more, yes. start making more money. We have song trust and lyric find that's going to be talking all about publishing. I had a really cool conversation yesterday with Robert Singerman all about what they're doing with Lyric Find. I'm not oh, sure that's if you're familiar nice. with
0: that. I, I am, believe me. <laughs>
1: But, and so we were talking
0: about, okay, one of the
1: things is we live in a global market. So I use the example, if I'm an R&B artist, right, here in the U.S. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I want to take over Chicago and New York and L.A. and whatever. How much competition is that? Right. A lot. There's probably, let's say in India, where there's over 1.4 billion people, there's probably 100 million people that listen to American pop or R&B or whatever, probably even a lot more than that that yeah. typical American artists aren't getting to, you know, they're not servicing all of that. And with Google Analytics, with everything that you know, you can target any demographic that you want around the world. And then with Lyric Find, they can translate your lyrics into those markets and things as well. So there's also like a lot of cool things happening on the global front. So we're gonna be bringing that in. We've got Bernt Allman, the expert on building brand equity. I don't know if you got to check out um, his background. He was the EVP of Donna Karen. President of FUBU, he runs Tommy Hilfiger Star Brands. He um, works with Damon John, running the Shark Group. He does oh. it. so. He's coming. He's he he actually spoke last year as well, um, all about building brand equity. So he's really great. We have a publicist who's going to be. She's the head of marketing at HarperCollins, and she's going to be talking about oh. her. I was really caught by her um, kind of title as a consultant, as a visibility coach. And so we're really going to get into key things of like, what does it mean to be, to build visibility? How do you actually get, oh, I want to be on media. I want to do radio shows. I want to do, okay, well, what's really interesting, right? What's the hook? So kind of getting into the brain of a publicist, you know, someone like you, a brand strategist, who can actually break down the thinking process behind how you get there. Mm Because there's a lot that it takes before you get there. And that's definitely (laughs) what I found with, you know some of the artists that we were working with is they didn't understand how much it takes to build the right brand leverage get you yeah. positioned with the right you know brands as well so that people start to associate you with different things and so there's a whole strategy it's just like a game right of that's the- what i'm going to be i'm going
0: to be sharing a lot of that so
1: exactly so really breaking those things down which is really cool and then going into like the team dynamics how do you build brand partnerships and again with everyone i said I don't wanna do a typical panel where you're just, everybody's saying whatever they wanna say. We're gonna start, cause I'm like, you know, my academic brain and I'm sure you'll appreciate this with, yes. with two MBAs. is start with a learning objective. This Absolutely. is what we want people to walk away it. with and be able to implement. If it's one thing, I'd rather you walk away with one thing that you can implement than 10 things that you're confused about.
0: Yeah, at the end of the day, you know what? You're right, because that's the key to training. <laughs> I do so much training
1: exactly dangers.
0: but i love what you said because that's it it's what's the objective walk away implement it test it yeah so test it, okay. and, and then and we,
1: we've got um Sus who's coming in with the rock star uh life planner right yeah i was i was reading about
0: that you that sounds her, amazing
1: so she created so she came up in the music industry uh, you know worked with lots of labels started her own label all that then became a psychologist and then yeah. started breaking some of these things down and she's become this life coach for artists where this planner is phenomenal and it shows you what are the things that you should be looking at every day and how do you measure success mm. because you can be on a success trajectory but you might have just like oh i got one follower on instagram today Damn right. stuff, all of that and you're like instead of celebrate because if you got one now maybe tomorrow you can get two then you can get four then you can get and you don't understand how powerful the compound effect
0: is.
1: Oh, 100%. That's business. So those are are some of the business things, again, that I haven't seen at music conferences. And so I think that a lot of the, there was a really brilliant study done by Westminster University a couple years ago with help musicians. And they surveyed a couple thousand musicians about Mm -hmm. why there was such like stress and depression and all of that in the industry. And so much of it came down to not feeling like they had support and structure to be successful. And so that's where we really just need to break down some of these finite things, and not that we'll be able to cover everything, but we're going to give you enough nuggets that you know now what you need to, like you were talking about focus, we're going to give you a focus for 2020 of these are the things you need to learn, these are the professionals you need to follow, these are the books you need to get, and this is also a community that's going to be there reliably throughout the year to help you get there too. So there's a lot of other workshops, you know, data analytics, visibility. Oh, I t- talked about the visibility coaching, um, you know, storytellings. And then of course, we're gonna end with the secrets of mastering music production and have some really amazing. Music That's exciting.
0: Thank mm-hmm. <laughs> you. So it sounds to me like there's a few audiences that would benefit from this personally. So first, I mean, obviously my warrior women in business audience, you know, we have female entrepreneurs, we have female executives that are just starting out and building a business. And I love what you talked about, about the piece about, um, you know, having the different energy types you were talking about and knowing how to s- support and bring together different energy types. So I actually think teams should consider coming to this conference, like entrepreneurial teams. It makes perfect sense. You don't need to be a musician, right, to come to this conference. No, you don't have to. No, you, totally can, I'm, I'm you
1: actually want to figure out how to get into music. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> like
0: right. If you're an entrepreneur, and so I'm at Luminary, and everybody there is an entrepreneur, you know. So whether you're an entrepreneur, you're a single, a solopreneur. Okay, that's really important because you're going to get not only the education, but you're going to get the community, which is what you need to build a business. And if you're a team you definitely need this information because I have had my own business. I've worked on, I've come from IBM. I've worked on teams. T- the team is where the gr- good teams with Everything. A good CEO is where the growth happens. You know I mean? Otherwise you have a great
1: happen. product, great music, great, whatever yeah. it is that you've created, but you can't keep a team together. You'll never yeah. succeed, And that's why I always start with, we need to focus on the personal development because until you know how to lead yourself, like, I have on, I'm launching this new website and my one of my favorite quotes I have on there is be the leaders that others want to follow. If you're not someone that people want to follow, how are you ever going to get, you know, support? You need a video team, you need a marketing team, you need, yeah, team, right. you know, and especially when you're an entrepreneur, you don't have the funding all the time to be able to no, pay oh people. you don't. You've got to figure out how to, yeah, make it all work. And we're going to talk yes. about that too, even how to, negotiate like when I started my company, I had no money to bring people together. It was sheerly off of the vision that we painted for people, the loyalty you know they knew where we were all everyone knows where we're going to be you know where we're going together mm-hmm. and so they loved it and they jumped on board so but you got to know how to position that and you know maybe you give some shares away, how to structure that legally as well so you can legitimately if Absolutely. you're hearted, get an LLC and then no well shit, you know what I can't pay you right now, but I can give you some equity. So, you know, if we build this together and I become like a superstar artist, you know, we're all going to be able to eat. And sometimes that's where it starts.
0: Yeah. And that's, why, and that's why I was talking about the importance of, you know, whether you're a solo entrepreneur or you're, you know, you have a team. It's important because coming together on this, it's not just about one person directing. Like I hire people all the time, right? So it's not just about one person directing what that conversation is or what that relationship is going to look like. It's also the person on the other side, right? Like mm-hmm. the musician or the whomever video person. Whatever. I mean, I have a whole team, but yeah. to understand what's good for them. Because at the end of the day, if you want to build a relationship, those things can't get in the way, right? Yeah. So again, I want to say that this is this is going to be a great conference for me. I mean, I want all my warrior women there, please. <laughs> And, um, you know, but entrepreneurs, um, female entrepreneurial teams, organizations, obviously, musicians, I'm going to definitely have my band come, you know, mm-hmm. so bands, people in the industry, if you're in technology, we didn't talk, we don't have a ton of time, but, you know, the whole music technology thing, you mentioned a few companies that are involved in it, but that's just like growing. like mm-hmm. cr-
1: growing, and we're putting crazy. together, um, we're putting together a new fund. So yeah. by next year, we'll be able to start investing in some of these startup companies, artists, tech, you know, all of that. Uh, We've got a gentleman coming, uh, Paolo, who owns uh, a great uh, marketing, uh, event marketing company called Avenzi. Um, but he's also oh, I know
0: well,
1: yeah. yeah. So he's also a mentor on the Google Launchpad accelerator for a lot of major VCs out of Silicon Valley for China's biggest accelerator. So again, really trying to make it dynamic. So there's something for everyone. And the good thing is, is that it's not such a big event yet. So you really get to have quality time with people. You and with that? all of the speakers, you know, we've really encouraged everyone, like, please don't just come speak and then leave. Number one, every speaker, um, well, you know, who wants to be available will be available on Modi, the app, M-O-T-I. This is a great consulting app for everyone to be on. So you'll actually be able to, you know, uh, uh, if you want to talk with some of the speakers after, you can yeah. schedule time to do that. Of course, whatever their rates are, um, will apply. But then also they'll just be there to hang out, to mentor. We're starting some mastermind groups, all of that. So also I really, it's important for me right now, it's like, I'm just collecting information from people. What do people need? What do you want? How can we continue to grow this community, grow this you know, this educational um, series of events, right? It's not just one event. Um, so please like reach out, let us know if something is missing, how we can fill that gap, what it is that you need. Um, we're putting together right now, the music entrepreneur consulting group. So you can really find reliable consultants. Cause that was another thing when I stepped into this industry, I was like, Where is all the professional support? You find that in the corporate world. Yeah. But here, I didn't really see such like a a system for that.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, that's the important thing is support, longevity, and that's why I was talking about relationships, team building, structure. So again, uh, we're gonna gonna close the show here um, because we want you to actually come to the conference. So what I'm gonna do is at the end of the show, I'm gonna go ahead and put the discount uh, links uh, as a speaker, for whether you want to come as a general attendee, if you want to come as a team, again, I think it's really important. You want to do VIP and have drinks with Rachel and I, um, and just come and you know pick our brains. Um, I'm 100% committed to what she's doing. I I think it's it's something that's so important. And when I found her, I was like, finally, someone is doing this for the music industry, which is my personal passion. So I'm going to provide all of those links and information and. Um, And again, so that's this weekend and then uh, gearing up to March, we're doing the brand new conference um, and possibly NEC could be a part of that. Of course. I'm sure. So we're going to also think about brand new 2020. Um, I already have a whole team of ladies that are getting involved with that and it's going to be awesome. Um, So that's that. So again, I want to thank Rachel so much for being on the show today and having me involved with her event, which again is this weekend in New York City, I'm providing all the information. We look forward to seeing you there and please reach out with any questions. I'll also provide links to her website and everything if you wanna reach out to her directly. So I wanna thank you, Rachel. and I look forward to seeing you and uh, attending and being involved at the conference this weekend.
1: Can't wait to have you. Thanks so much, Jasmine, you're amazing.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Rachel. All right, everyone have a wonderful day and we'll see you this weekend. Bye. Bye.